are listening to episode number 52, one year of the 11th hour, a weekly podcast about Rancid. I'm Brad Rose from Foxy Digitalis. I'm Sam Mellencom from Tobacco Records. And each week we pick a Rancid song or a Rancid adjacent song and talk about it and all our complicated feelings. So before we get into the song this week, I just want to reiterate 52 episodes We've done a year of podcasts talking about rancid. <laughs> That's I don't know. that like what? literally just made me laugh. Like, like, like yeah, what, good point. What, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs> um, but in all in, in all seriousness, it's been I've gotten so much more out of this than I ever expected, yeah. and. It kind of, when I really think about it, it it blows my mind, and I I'm kind of shocked by it. Um, one, yeah, one hundred percent. And so, as you know, for something that started literally as a joke, it's become this sort of I, I feel like not to get too sort of emo here, but I feel like I've learned a lot about myself through all of this, and I've yeah. challenged myself in the way. It, it, to think about things in uh, maybe a, a, I mean, obviously a deeper way because I, good Lord, I never thought I would sit here and think, talk about <laughs> rancid songs as in depth as I have where, you know, it's, it's like simultaneously amazing and kind of sad to me. Uh, <laughs> but it, yeah, I, I think it's just been, it's been really, it's been really good for me. I feel like I've, <laughs> again like if you had told me a year ago you're gonna do a podcast about rancid and then in a year you're gonna say like i feel like i've really grown from this <laughs> i'd be like you oh, go yeah. fuck yourself like, <laughs> yeah, like not gotten more cynical but actually grown yeah it's and, and it and, but i i legitimately feel that and so like i need to take the opportunity to like say thank you to sam for going like all in on this stupid idea <laughs> And just, and like, I feel like, I think the thing that has made this as rewarding as it has, I feel like we've both just not really, like, we've just gone for it. And, um, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. And same, I mean, Rebecca, you're in, in all the, the stuff and I echo everything you just said. Like, I mean, it's just been awesome. And I think it's been a really cool platform for checking myself and sort of, checking back in with uh, my younger self and mm -hmm. doing a lot of things around like, yeah, like stop, you know, what, what's the right things to worry about? You know, the way mm -hmm. life is full of worries and it's like, what are the right things to be thoughtful about? What are the right things to be worried about? And what, you know, enjoy, you know, I think we always were people that wanted to enjoy the things we enjoy, but even ourselves, we, you know, we've talked a ton about it, but it's like, uh, we, even though we intellectually do that, we don't always actually go out and just enjoy the things we enjoy. And so like right. having a thing that's kind of mantra is sort of <laughs> radical acceptance and enjoy the things you enjoy week in and week out and, and sort of like having to, you know, reflect on that and reflect on things like problematic being fans of problematic stuff, you know, like mm -hmm. has just really done a lot of <laughs> done wonders for us i think you know and it's been really help helpful and yeah it's just, it's a cool little micro therapy and it's just been yeah. nice to get to know brad and it's been nice to like 
I don't know, like get to know people and yeah, yeah. we say it a lot, but it's like, it's just like a cool thing to like have something that's pretty stress-free that we put out in the world. People enjoy and we get to, like, it's, a, it's a fun, it's a joy to do. It's fun to get feedback on. It's really like, you know, self-perpetuating in all these good ways. Right. So it's like, it's, it's no wonder that it, we got to a year. Cause it's kind of like just been this easy, like down, downhill yeah. ride, you know, like it's like, right. we just said, okay, we're doing it now. It's just been coasting, you know, like it, it, we've had to be on top of things, but like for the most part compared to, running a record label or any of the other side projects we do in our life. Like mm-hmm. this has been so easy and so um, rewarding. So it's yeah, amazing. Yeah. And thank you everybody who's listening because again, yeah, knowing people are tuning in and getting the feedback and like the emails and the voicemails and comments on social media and stuff that just takes it to another level. Cause it's, it feels more like a dialogue in a conversation that's happening, not just between us, but with other people. And you know, it's yeah, it, it rules. So, um, okay. Enough of me being all fucking (laughs) (laughs) let's, let's get into the, so it's the one year show. Like the only song we could do is the 11th hour. So, of course, The Eleventh Hour is on And Out Come the Wolves. Uh, the songwriting credits, it uh, kind of surprised me, uh, mm-hmm. is Tim, Lars, Matt, and Eric Din. Um, From The uh, Uptones. Yeah, famously of The Uptones. So that's pretty, That was that's cool. Um, and then, yeah, all the other stuff I'm not going to go into. Um, so, f- the first thing I was going to talk about is, is why I picked this for the name of the podcast because i think i kind of picked it did i did we talk about okay no you were like i got this thing i'm doing and i'm like cool (laughs) okay i don't remember why i picked it if i'm all (laughs) i think i just thought like it's i don't know i just thought it sounded cool i actually i I mean it's got like the 11th hour like it's got that like that goes with like programming block of an hour you know like the podcast is like you know Yes, that was part of it, for sure, yes. For sure, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I thought, honestly, a big part of it was I thought the intro to the song would make a good intro to the podcast. And I still think That's a good call. Yeah, like, I feel like it's this perfect, you know. It's one of the better uh, building intros they have, for sure, you know. Yeah, And, 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 and then also the end of the song also serendipitously works really well at the end. <laughs> like, it does. It's a really good outro. <laughs> uh, um, and that was just, that was a happy accident. But so anyway, the song itself, you know, it's funny before this week, I just kind of thought it's like, Oh, it's just like one of those, like one of the good songs on an outcome of the wolves. Cause like there aren't bad songs on an outcome of the wolves. Um, <laughs> I think I actually like it a lot more than I realized. Um, I think there's some really good Tim lines in here. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, and, and I just like, I think the core, like, I, I don't know. I just think it, 
I think I think it's more than just one of the good songs on Outcome the Wolves. I think it's like one of the really good songs on Outcome the Wolves. I, I think it's I think it's sneaky because it's kind of short, mm-hmm. and it's sneaky good. Outcome the Wolves. It. I think you would get a lot less Clash references on Outcome the Wolves if you took this out. Yes, I think it's one of the most Clash like Clash seventy seven record. You know, like yeah. like nah, 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 like yeah. like not like very. True, and very I think much. it's. I think a lot of what is the painting in my head of what an Outcome the Wolves sounds like is secretly this song. Yes, I I totally agree with that, and I don't and I don't think I quite put that all together until this last week. <laughs> it's kind of magical like like the my jungles made of concrete the science oh. i just feel the, all that stuff like that is kind of like when i think of like what is the magical like hairs on the back of my neck god it's kind of doing it right now of like riding around listening to it on my headphones you know as a yeah. kid like 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 what elevates this album this is kind of a manifesto of like what makes it out in the wolves kind of feel like more than the sum of its parts. And, and, and that, yeah. that like, what do you think of Tim's songwriting? It's like a lot of it kind of comes from this song. It does. I mean that the verse you just, I mean the first half of that verse, the like in a sudden rush, I could almost touch the things yes. that I'd done wrong. Holy shit. Like I, st- I'm getting goosebumps right now. That's such a good line. It's really good. It's some of the best poetry. And uh I, I i don't know when to i guess we're talking about the lyrics so like now sure. would be the time to roll it out but like a couple um weeks back i was listening to some stuff um i wish more of it was preserved but for i guess for years tim had a serious xm radio show oh i have no um, idea yeah and and he you know played music and had people on and um they had an outcome the wolf's 20th anniversary thing where the band was in studio with him and they played a bunch of the record and had people call in and say, like, oh, I love the record. And um, they played a lot of it. And some of that was preserved on YouTube. And I was listening to it. And he's really trying to egg the guys on to talk about it. And they really don't seem to be super interested in talking about it. Uh, it's just so funny how they seem to interact with press. But um, that in another one they were talking about, Outcome the World, there's another podcast or something I was listening to with him on it. And he was talking a lot about how um, there was some complication with Jerry Finn and Brett and studio time. And when they had to go out to Coyote to record vocals in New York and like they were like hanging out in New York. But like they also uh, time was running out like they were going to like Jerry was moving on to a bunch of other records and. They had to go somewhere. I, I'm 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 kind of muddling this, but sure. the whole thing was the song is called the Eleventh Hour because, and that song came together at the Eleventh Hour because they, they were, were rushing to it. get it all done, and they were huh. they had to do all the vocal takes for Out in the Wolves like in a, two days or something crazy. Wow, and, and I find that super interesting. Like 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 I've well, been sitting on that nugget. I think it kind of <laughs> it sort of goes with what you know we've talked about how there was just this stroke of magic yes, that happened I think that, and i think that it, like the fact that they p- did that you know like they pulled that all together in such a short period of time like that yeah is like you, you couldn't do that unless you were in this space they were in a zone yeah. yeah they were they were like and i think that also goes back to the fact that like alchemy wolves is weird because there's no other rented 
album that sounds like Alk in the Walls. Like, mm-hmm. I really don't think there's any other record that sounds like Alk in the Walls. Like, the song structures aren't the same. The, like, the, I would say, like, if they try, I think Al- Honor's All We Know has tried to be their next Alk in the Walls. They cannot write songs like that. They're way too, like, rockabilly and yeah but rocky now like they they in whatever that's fine <laughs> right, like right, we're no. cool with it but like they were in a state they were listening to certain music the the time period was something very interesting like the world was there was some kind of stuff in the air there was like there had been the grunge thing but now it was moving to the international and hip-hop and like you know like as much as all this other stuff was happening but like beast boys and chibomato and like you know like the world was expanding you know what i mean right. and 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 we're moving into the mid nineties and like, um, you know, they had toured all over the world and done all these things. And it's like, I think it was just in the air and they were going mm-hmm. really fast and they made this like clash sounding emo record. Right. That like, you know, and he was listening, obviously a lot of jawbreaker and things like that too. And like all these things. And, and like, I think, I think we're never going to see another record from them like this. And that's fine because it's kind of this perfect diamond, mm-hmm. but I, I think it isn't just like, oh, it's their kind of big, you know, sometimes it just happens where it's like all the pressure comes through and you kind of, you know, it's the next record's going to be the big record. Like that happens a lot. I mean, people talk about it. You can just kind of tell. Mm-hmm. Sure. But there's also this pressure cooker that happens and the pressure cooker begets a, you know, like that's part of the thing, you know, like you have to have the pressure cooker for it. And I wonder in this day and age, like when there's not, you know, you're not going to you know, sell platinum records. You know what I mean? Like, well, the stakes are so different now. And exactly, and like, especially like you know, and this was still super early in their career. Like, yes, they, like everybody knew it was going to be your big record, but a, I don't, I think it was bigger than people thought of even thought. Yes, I think and so. Two, like you don't know, like you feel like it is, but you don't know, and it's like now they like they've they've had so much success that. The any the there I I don't doubt that there is still pressure there at times, but it's nowhere. It's nothing oh, it's, like it's, this. Nothing it's, it's totally same, different. Yeah. It's totally different. And so, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think, and I fit, and you know, not to get too far in the weeds outside of this, but like, I, I think that part of the reason where I think that they were putting a lot of pressure on themselves to make another outcome, the wolves, and like troublemaker they seem to finally be like you know we're not gonna make another act on the wolves and let's just make a fucking record that we want to make you know and yeah um yeah i but i i agree that i think that it's like there was just this very specific mix of factors that were all kind of swirling in the air and coming down at the same time that like pushed this record out into the world Yes, I agree. And and, and I and, think this and, song is a good example of like yes. it doesn't sound like a lot of the rest of their their entire discography and it sounds so perfect and you're and then you hear the stories of like I was literally like just writing this on the fly <laughs> and like and you go, Hmm, that's interesting. You know, the right, young right. man was getting all this pressure and writing it, and it's like yeah, I mean, sometimes magic happens, or sometimes things fall apart in those moments. But sometimes real magic happens, and and I feel like I can hear it. I know that that's such magical great man theory, you know, great moment <laughs> theory. You know, like there's there's some real fandom and and lots of problems with what I'm saying, but like 
I don't yeah. know. It kind of feels like you can feel it too. You know what I mean? Like, well, like, and there's some, and there's something too. You know, the fact that it was all this, la- we had to get it done. We're and yeah. you can't, you can't overthink it. And I think that's a problem. A lot of people. I mean, I have this problem, but I think that that's there's in later rancid records there is this feeling of it's way too overthought because it's and whereas this it's like we just got to do it and it's like yeah and i mean i yeah i agree it's like it's hard to be oh it's just this mad it does feel like it's just mad i mean it's but it all and when you get somebody who's having to in this case write a song just you just got you have like very limited times you just got to do it I think you really can get a glimpse at like, oh yeah, like there's a lot of talent there. Like, there's yeah, what lot- are you capable of? Like, when the chips are down, and you and you go to because you know when the chips are down, when the clock is running out, all of those cliches. No. You go to the place like you, you kind of go to your court, like you know, and it, it's like this is, it's it's impressive as hell when you. <laughs> Like, yeah. see it and those it's like it's a great it's a great song no matter what but then when you put that context around it's like holy shit yeah 100 percent. and i i really will come back to something you said at the beginning which is like this isn't just you know reflecting on this song this week this isn't just like a good song off of the good record this is a top three or four song off of the best right one or two records they've ever made like this is and it's kind of just happens to be our namesake song you know like kind of because it makes sense as a podcast name and like it again like you said it rolls off you know it intros and outros really well but like we avoided it but like it's it's wonderful it's got a great breakdown like we should talk about that the bridge is wonderful like some of the best lyrics come out because when tim's doing his Again, you kind of feel like when, if they played this live now, he would take off his hat and put it on his chest, you know, during right. the, during the my jungle's made of concrete. But like it's got the great bongo part, you know. Like like it seems like um, Brett always wanted that. Brett Reed always wanted that because like every few records he would have like a nice yep. drum breakdown part, and I'm like, oh, I want to hear more of that stuff, man. I know. Um, and uh, it it just you know, so we get a little bit of that. We get the real crunchy like what in my head I always associated like. The banana, banana, you know, sort of stuff like, or the banana, you know, all this stuff that's like uh, very clashy, roots, radical, and this, and and mm-hmm. some of the other stuff as being Larzy, but like I don't actually know if that's Lars. It's just I think they were just in this moment where they really wanted to embrace that sort of yeah, little bit more angular Britishisms. You know what I mean? Like I think they just wanted that to be. And I think maybe a lot of their careers, they got sick of being being like, oh, they're the inheritors of Clash. Right. And as much as they love that, I think I wonder how much like the going deep into the rockability right. and country and all this stuff that they've done since then has been 
like well, they're sort really of who we are yeah they're and, sort of backlash yeah. to that of yeah like, i wonder if that's just like a personal thing of like as they developed their own sound and they wanted to kind of not just right every article say that you know and then part of me's like yeah but you were really good at aping that sound you know for that one record right you know, like you, <laughs> right like, it, you're you're quite good at it <laughs> yeah i mean no i yeah i agree with all that and i think yeah the the chorus is really good too like that's like i feel like those lines like you know where the power lies like it starts and ends yeah. with you is this very i mean it's almost it's like something you would see on a motivational poster it's almost fluff but it's but it works it's coming from them it yeah. works you know and in the, like, and in the like it, con the like the rest of the song you know i mean yeah exactly because like the songs kind of has this a little bit of like it's a mixture of like hope and defeat mixed with a little bit of politics of like there's mm-hmm. ge- generalized you know, they don't get very specific with their politics unless they're talking about a moment in history, um, usually far history. Um, <laughs> but like, they, they're kind of talking about there's general forces working against you, you know what I mean? Like, you know, and, and they're trying to, you know, paralyze you with fear and all these and boredom and all these things. And like, but it's interesting that it's more of like a motivational, like, look, there will be times when things suck, but like it's within you, you know? Right. And that's kind of a, I wonder how much they're talking to themselves in this, like, your back's up against the wall, everybody wants a piece of you. You know, again, we've kind of talked about how Disorder Disarray and some of these other songs are directly, they're writing about the experience of having the whole world come crashing down on them during this period, you know? I wonder yeah. how much this is also them kind of, like, almost hyping themselves back up, you know? Right, well, and I think, and I, you know, and I think too of that course, like where the it starts and ends with you, is almost like a self mantra of, um, we have all the power. We don't have to fucking sign a major label. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, and and even just you know, like some of these lyrics, the like a wounded dove and the hawks above, blood splattered in a reel to reel. I mean, you know, these are. (laughs) Very. I mean, this is like really interesting. I wonder. Also, I guess we should bring up the whole like. What did Eric do on this? Because like we've really come around to that. Like Uptones are a wonderful band, and yeah, like, and obviously a huge influence on yeah, uh, like Rancid and Op Ivy and all you know. Yeah, so like getting him involved and 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 whatnot, like getting them. I think Eric or the other guy did um, organ on some of the others on like Time Bomb or whatever, right? Like, um, uh, yeah, so like yeah, they yeah. were kind of all over the record, I think. They must have been hanging out and like kind of helping them because they had also had their moment of like, hey, maybe they were going to be famous. I think back in the day, you know, when they were they had one single and like, um, obviously not to the same level, but like, I wonder, you know, was were they re- what did they write for this? Did they write lyrics? Did did he write? Um, yeah, I remember that too. Structure, but I mean, it really is kind of shown me like, hey. <laughs> I've been pretty consistently happy with anything uh, the uptones has been involved in, basically. You know what I mean? Like, like especially this era, you know? So, good on them. You know, like, uh, again, like, go back to our uptones episode. That's, uh, that's a real hidden gem uh, of, a, of a compilation record. Their sort of entire recorded output was 10 times oh, better shit. than I expected it to be. Sorry. Oh man. Oh god. I'm not gonna bring this up. I'm gonna save this in my back pocket for a pick because I just I was okay, looking great. up something and, and was like, oh my god, I forgot about this song and this group. And okay. Anyway, 
Forget I said Wonderful. anything. I'm edit that. Wonderful. I'm going to edit okay. that part out. I'm not going to edit okay. it out. But um, okay. anyway, sorry. I just. <laughs> um, okay. What were we talking about? <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, yes. Uh, so I mean, I, I, got I totally think we're at the point where we're sort of just gushing. So that's usually yeah. time, time to pull the ripcord. But it's like, this is a... I, it's one of those ones that it's like hard to describe the ephemeral nature of like how good it is. And again, it's like this is another one of those ones where it's like, why are you guys so obsessed with Granted? This is why I'm so fucking obsessed with right. This song is I, I, so good. I I like I, in principle, I hate stuff like this. Not this song, but like what I'm about to say. But there's I I kind of want to somehow have a conversation about like what are the top five songs on an outcome the wolves? Like not right now. But, no, I think uh, there's there's uh, a venue even for that coming up. But yeah, like, well, and that, I, I guess that's a good segue, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, should we? I, I think I agree. I think we're like there's 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 a lot to say about the song, but not really because like other than like, dude, this is an amazing song. It's just an amazing is, song. Go treat yourself. Listen to Outcome the Walls. Yeah. Go, you know, especially if it's a nice spring day where you are. Go drive around yeah. and listen to Outcome the Walls while you're doing your errands and just have a good day. That's yeah. that's, <laughs> that's perfect. I mean, really, I mean, it's just true. Like, just go treat yourself. And it is. And it's so funny. Like, every time we do an Outcome of the Wolves song and I end up, you know, just kind of listening to the album. But I'm, every time I'm just like, God, it is astounding that this album exists. Yeah. It is. It's, it's, it is. I, you know, I don't. If It is such a 10 out of 10 album. Like, it is. There it are really so is. few flaws in it. I don't. I can't even think. You know, like I can. Yeah. Like it's just. It's. It's there's, unbelievable. There's something magical about it. There's just. There's something so magical about it, and 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 so unique to it, and 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 so it's it's. I think across it's something to talk about probably in the future is that it's kind of across to bear for them in that I don't think yeah. they know what they did. And I right. think they spent I, a lot of time going, oh, and I think very smartly they went, well, we're not going to do that again. So let's go crazy with Life Won't Wait because let's not try to do this insular three, four guys yeah. in a box, Alk on the Wolves emo record because we're not going to do that again. We can't. We're never going to have that magic again. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go travel the world and have do this like reggae album. You know? Right. Like, like, like that was smart. And to be honest, so was 2000. Then you flip the other way, right? Like, like they right. were, they were doing the right things there for a little while. And then obviously Brody kind of broke his brain and, and, and or he broke his own brain and, um and was an idiot. Yeah. And, and then it just took a really long time to get back on track. And, and, yeah. and I, 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 yeah, I consistently feel like they were doing the right things of like, they realized if we try to redo this, like it's, young rancid looked at this and sorry to keep dragging this out but i mean like i really am realizing that like they did for the first couple of records go we cannot try to do out the walls again it's just not going to work they were smart enough and then we get a few years later and they're like let's make honors all we know and use the exact same font and like reference it a bunch you know it's like <laughs> no don't you know that's that's not what you're supposed to be doing you're supposed to be reinventing yourself right. you know what i mean like i'll even give them credit uh, for transplants you know what i mean other things like that yeah. you know like the pink record you know like like he at least kind of on the back of his head knew he couldn't just like sit on Alka the Wolves you know what I mean like for a long time and then it just became obvious that it was like oh <laughs> you're running out of ideas <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. anyways 
No. I, uh, yeah. But yeah, um, so we got some news we okay. should talk about. Yeah. Um, do you want me to do it or do you want to do it? <laughs> I mean, uh, well, we can do it together, but you can start. Okay. Why don't you start? Okay. So the first thing is we, as of today, I guess, um, have launched a Patreon. So if you are a fan of the pod and want to support the pod and get some, you know, cool bonus benefits um, and just, you know, connect with other fans of the pod and Rancid who, yeah, um, all that. <laughs> yeah. You can all do that. All the details will be out there on um, the pod, yeah, on the Patreon. And... Oh shit! Sorry, I just got an email. Breaking news! Fuck, we might have to do it. I just got an email from the from Rancid mailing list. April eighteenth, new single. I this is fucking hilarious. Are you serious? Yeah, literally just got an email. It says don't don't you tell me about tomorrow because tomorrow will never come. April. You 18th. know what's crazy? I so okay. We're gonna talk about this live on the pod. I, this is fucking crazy. Uh, I have informed delivery. Do you know what that is on USPS? First of all, go get yes. everybody. Go yes. get informed yes. delivery, right? Yes, I do. Yes, absolutely. Yes. I saw a thing from Rancid in my informed delivery for later today. That is a postcard. It's the back of the postcard. And all it said is that the tomorrow may never come or something. And I was like, whoa, is this an announcement of the fucking single or the new album or something? And I was like, it sucks that we're doing this early because I think I'm about to get something in the mail physically yeah. from them uh, today. Just... Today. Holy shit. So full disclosure here, we're recording this on April 14th. Yes, April 14th um, is our... It's, is... It's, around 12, it's around 1245 Central Time. <laughs> just so... <laughs> so yeah, like, I literally just got this email. It came through two minutes ago. This is so wild. April April eighteenth. Um, I guess we need to schedule an emergency pod for <laughs> what is that Tuesday? Um, Maybe we just picked. There's... I think we probably just picked our next episode. No, because this has got to come out. No, because this is we got to oh, do we gotta it. Do it early. You think we got to yeah, do it so, before? Because the... I think yeah, and I think we got to put it out. Yeah, like... you're right. Okay. Um, so pe- so people are going to hear the emergency pod. This. Yeah, <laughs> and they're going to hear this a week later. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Desperate time is, times call time for desperate is, measures. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that's wild. Holy uh, shit. Okay. Sorry. Uh, what were we, Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> we're professionals, guys. You should, uh, yes. you should support us on Patreon. Right. So, patreon.com slash the 11th hour podcast. Obviously, just go to our social media, our link tree. And yeah, we'll all be there. Be there. We'll put it, it'll be in the show notes, too. For, for sure. Like, yeah. going forward. Um. But yeah, so like, there's gonna be cool benefits, um, couple different tiers. Just any, if you want to, be awesome, you know. And yeah, yeah, and more to I come with all that. that. I think I think this one we're just gonna announce that it's out, and then we'll kind of talk about mm-hmm. all the things we're gonna do over there over the next couple episodes. But uh, yeah. go check it out, get, give us feedback on all that stuff, and uh, I w- we would love it if you'd uh, come support us. Come join yeah. us. And then also we have some t-shirts for sale. Yeah. Um, 
we're we have one it's just a logo shirt it's got our logo on it and it's pretty rad um and then do you want to kind of explain the yeah other side of thing yeah so we're gonna start putting out some t-shirts and we wanted to do something different with just you know putting out t-shirts so uh we're gonna be putting out some shirts and as we put them out we're gonna run them via a website that we like using called bonfire to run a charitable campaign so for did we pick how long these are these campaigns are going to be go i think i think we said a month a month a is fine yeah yeah a i think a month is month is easier to keep track of yeah um <laughs> doing it doing it live uh yeah. so we're gonna launch today the um radical acceptance t-shirt um which uh is an awesome shirt that brad designed that sort of obviously if you've been listening to us fits perfectly within our our style you'll love it when you see it um this shirt will be up as a campaign for a month and if you buy it within that first month uh the proceeds will go to the trevor project and um especially you know right now in the world of supporting trans rights and just this goddamn i don't even feel like i need to explain the amount of right. anger i feel and frustration i feel for uh what's yeah. happening in the world in these communities but um uh, yeah, just to make it clear where we stand, we're standing with right. trans, uh, trans rights or human rights, and <laughs> um, all these people are are people and deserve quite a bit more than what they're getting in the world right now. And uh, what little we can do, we'd love to support. And so our radical exception shirt will be up for a month, and all proceeds will go there. And right. um, uh, and yeah, we'd love if you could help blow that that um, fundraiser out and and support uh, a yeah. worthy cause. Yeah. And just, and there's a couple different options of like t shirts. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. there's like long sleeve tee, a tank top, and a hoodie. You know, just had to give some variety there. But um, yeah. So check those out. Again, all the links are in the show notes and in the link tree. Um, and, you know, we'll be spamming the links around because we think it's a really good cause. And I think it's a really cool t shirt. I can't wait to get one. It's and awesome. Yeah. Wear it around. So. Those are, I guess that's our, is that it? Do we have any other? I think those are our big announcements. I can't those remember. Those are big announcements. <laughs> okay. Let's do one um, voicemail. We haven't done a voicemail in a week. Oh, yeah. Let's do a voicemail. Yeah. Okay. This one was really cool. Um, uh, let's just, uh, let's just let's play it. I'm to not going to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hello. I found the podcast in Reddit. I think to my surprise, I found that Brad Rose, the mastermind of Foxy Digitalis and Fox Club and Digitalis was in it. I've written one or two articles for Foxy Digitalis about the Portuguese experimental scene a few years ago. And Dopu, my band, has released Crossing Bird CDR via Fox Club, which was an honor for us. Great to meet you. Brad speaking about one of my passions from teenage years. I've listened to every episode. I'm 40s and I relate to your route, the pop, pop and guy who became interested in experimental music. Uh, thanks to the podcast, I began to appreciate more Troublemaker, but the Holy Trinity is an outcome the Wolves, Life from Wait and 2000, amazing 10 and 10 records. I would like Rancy to try to make a record with creative freedom of Life Won't Wait. Maybe the album that speaks more to me, even though 2000 is the one that stands better the test of time. Tim is a musical open guy. It's a bit sad that Rancid's stuck in the same punk, poppy oi, ska punk canon. I hope the podcast lives a lot more. There's an upcoming album to dissect, and there's the Bad Optics album, which will be amazing, I believe. 
Take care. Best, Pedro Rios. So this was the best surprise. So um, it was funny when Sam told me there was a new voicemail and he sent it to me. And I I think it's, does it say Pedro Rios on it? I think I, it did, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh. I was like, before I even listened, I was like, I was like, I was like, I remember that guy. He was this Portuguese guy in this band Dopo that I put out a thing by. And sure enough, Pedro, it's you. And the fact, the coolest thing about this to me is that he, you found this through Reddit, like not even, you know, one of like, like organically found the podcast right, because he's a rancid fan, and then it was happened to be you. Like that is. I know. That's so cool. This is like like I love this so much. This made this every time I've listened to this, it just kind of makes me smile like an idiot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, and and it's funny. I was after we got this, I kind of revisited the Dopo CDR that we put out, and it's it still stands up, man. That's some good stuff. I don't know if they have a Bandcamp out there. If they do, we'll put it in the show notes. Wanna, yeah, I want to hear this. I don't know if I ever heard it back in the day, but it it um, didn't jump to mind. But maybe. Maybe yeah, um, but I, oh, yeah, no, it looks like, yeah, oh, they do have a band camp, so, with five albums. Nice, oh, cool. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, um, anyway, just kind of to more of what he was saying is, you know, like, I agree, I hope that Rancid can find, like, that creative f- freedom to just... Just like, yeah, just let go, guys. Just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it. Like, I think it's like, it really echoes a lot of what we're saying. Like, it seems like the grass is really green right now for the future of, uh, like, well, holy shit, we just got an announcement right. for a, a single Bad Optics. Now, as we know now, it's Doom Regulator. Doom, right. Uh, but um, there's there's so much opportunity there. And, like, again, when Tim tries stuff, we just, as we said, when, when, when he tries new things it works the problem is he always gets in his way he always works with really weird people for it you know he's kind of trying to like cut himself off at the knees so maybe right now we're maybe we're going back maybe, we're, the, maybe we're yeah I, like a new golden age i hope so I really hope anyway so. <laughs> pedro it's awesome to hear from you man like um Cool. And I love like, that to hear it, more people who did the rancid to experimental music pipeline i know that's fantastic. There's dozens I, of us. Dozens. Dozens. <laughs> <laughs> and, and hey, like Pedro, send me an email. if I'm curious if you're making music and stuff still. Like, what are you up to? Like, yeah, yeah. Shoot us an email. Um, awesome. Okay. I, I normally ask Sam this before we start recording, but I hope you have a pick. <laughs> yeah, I do. I've been kind of wrestling okay. with some picks. I I, the, the, I was going to take the tone down really bad and like start punishing you after all this good to- good feelings. But, oh, thank you. Uh, I won't do it this week. What okay. I, I've been holding this one in my pocket for a little while, so I'll keep the good times going, flowing. And let's just let's go uh, to one of my favorite B-sides in the history of Rancid. And let's do Andrina, which is not Adina. Yeah. Andrina. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Cool. Um, And uh, yeah. All right. This has been a roller coaster of an episode. Wild episode. Yeah. I'm still laughing about this like email coming through mid episode. That's. (laughs) (laughs) I had forgotten that. I saw that thing on my, on my uh, inbound thing earlier today on my informed delivery. Oh my God. Amazing. This is. It really okay. So, um, we'll see you next week in the past. 
<laughs> last week for an emergency pod because it's going to happen. And um, yeah, God, I don't know. I've lost the plot here. <laughs> You can email oh, us. You can, you can fi- find, okay. You yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> email us at ele- email us eleventh hour pod at gmail at us on Instagram and Twitter at rancidpod, and find us on Patreon patreon.com slash the eleventh hour podcast. But most importantly, we will see you in the future.